Hey, it's Aidan here. Just before we get into today's episode, I wanted to let you know about something new. It's called the Magician's Business Group. We've just opened up a Facebook group designed to help you guys as entertainers grow and improve your entertainment business. So if that is you, if you are an entertainer that wants help growing and improving your entertainment business, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash group and the magic of the internet will take you right there. Or if you're like me, have the Facebook app on your phone, open it up and search for the Magician's Business Group and you'll go straight there. Anyways, back to the episode. Hey, it's Marcus. You're listening to the TSM Podcast. Oh, hello, hello, hello. I'm really excited for this conversation. That is right. You are listening to the Successful Mentalist Podcast, the podcast designed to help you grow your entertainment business and optimize your business business, mindset, performance, skills, and health. I'm joined by none other than the wonderful co-host that is Ashley Green. But Ashley, it's not just us today. Oh, no, it's not. As you've heard from the beginning, we are joined by the wonderful Marcus, who is, I was going to say magician, but I don't think that does him justice. I think mystery performer, psychic, and all-round strange fellow would probably summarize this. Um, But Marcus has done some wonderful things, as you're going to hear... in today's episode, including to just jump in and say something incredible, which you've done, like being on national TV, <laughs> which we're going to jump into today. So, Marcus, hello and welcome to the TSM podcast. Hey there. Thanks so much for having me. Well, it's an honor to have you on. Before we start today's episode, could you give us like a quick rundown for those people who might not have heard you before? Who are you? Where are you from? And what do you do? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'm Marcus. I'm uh, from uh, Germany, about the, around the Berlin area. And, uh, yeah, I lean on the occult side of things. So uh, doing doing the weird magician scaring stuff um, uh, where they run away and say, I just want to do card tricks. And, um, yeah, so, uh, so like, from a very early age, we had, like, bizarre stories in our, in, our, in, our, in our family, like, from my grandparents. I've been talking with them for ages about, like, stone circles and UFOs and uh, out-of-body experiences, near-death experiences, witches, curses and everything, uh, stuff that you usually don't really talk about with your five-year-old grandson. But, hey, turned out well. Um <laughs> So, uh, yeah, and, and and since then, I'm all, I've always been fascinated with, like, the esoteric and the weird and the paranormal. So, so that's what I uh, do in my in my performance work, on stage doing uh, doing seances. Um, now, uh, now uh, working on uh, on the on the psychic home party market. So uh, uh, all those different things, and uh, and also like in in private, right? I'm not just I'm not just uh, standing on stage and saying let's let's uh, uh, invoke the Antichrist, uh, but I go home and do it there as well. So <laughs> I I literally just uh, perform and, and and I practice in private ritual magic and all those other weirdness so yeah i'm laughing because mark is literally literally he's every conversation we speak every single week and i think i think it's uh, said at least once you're the weirdest guy i know 
And I love it. I'm flattered. It's genuinely incredible. And if you haven't already guessed, strap in because this is going to be a belter of an episode with some very peculiar turns. I think this might be the most bizarre episode of the TSM podcast to date. When it goes over episodes, when you've done more than 100 episodes, it just goes flipping weird. So strap in, folks. Strap in. Well, Mark, obviously we've got you here for a reason. And that is because, as well as being weird, and as well as doing the stuff that magicians are scared of, you've done some pretty insane things within a short space of time. I was wondering... In fact, I'm going to do this a little differently, actually. Rather than go into some of the cool things you've done, we know you because you're one of our clients inside our course, Momentum. Like We've been helping you with a few things behind the scenes, like how to book like these private parties and all of that and you've been able to use some of the principles to do some incredible stuff before we jump into what you've done can you tell us like before you joined momentum what were you doing in i wanted to say magic business but it's not really a magic business your magic with a k business what was he doing in your magic business kind of before you joined our world before you joined tsm and momentum and all of that yeah, so uh, well, it was it was a bit all over the place, uh, which w- was fine, and I'm and I'm I, and I'm still fine with with the uh, uh, usual uh, thing of uh, uh, yeah, just not closing myself off to 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 different opportunities. So yeah, I've been doing doing these uh, like like seances, doing uh, uh, quite standard sta- stage uh, stage stuff. Uh, saying quite standard, but yeah, still still doing the weird stuff on stage, just just in a more theatrical setting. So uh, like among among other performers, so it doesn't really uh, so 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 the audience doesn't run away immediately, right? Um, and uh, yeah, it's been it's been very uh, very unpredictable, right? And it 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 felt sometimes as if uh, uh, yeah, you don't really have a handle. Uh, you don't really do what you do for work, right? Because you know you do the performance stuff and everything, but then, um, as as other people have already said on this podcast here, um, when you're when you're at home, and then the next morning starts and you're out of your bed and you're saying, okay, what do I do, right? So, uh, right there, there is not a stage. I can't just get there and perform, right? So, um, so you kind of lack the the tools or just the concept of what it's supposed to do just hang out on social media 24 7 and like right and um so yeah booked booked a few psychic readings and everything uh like that I started dabbling in uh in spiritual life coaching as well and uh and help, 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 help helping people that way but uh yeah quite quite a lot of different things and and rather unpredictable from from day to day so quite un- unpredictable, scattered in the sense of priority and focus in, in a bunch of different places, which, let's face it, we, we've all been there. We're all at that stage at some point. And uh, if, you, if you don't feel, if you're listening to this and you feel very clean focused, you're only focusing on one thing, strap in because it's coming. <laughs> that, that's It's going to happen. It's it's just part of life. And, and how would you sort of describe what it was like in that moment? So it, I know you've described a little bit about what it felt like, what you was doing, but but how did you manage your entertainment business before joining us inside Momentum? What was it like for 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 you actually as the person there, not just waking up every day and being a little bit like, what do I do next? But what, what was it? What was it really like for you? 
it felt a bit, uh, to be honest, when you're like, obviously, we all know when uh, we uh, when we say, yeah, let's do uh, performing uh, uh, as a career. Right. It feels literally like, yeah, let's run away with the circus. Right. So um, uh, and you and you always have that at least everyone that I talk to uh, uh, has that in the back of their mind with their family thinking, well, what is he going to do, right? So um, I got swayed and still doing university and next to it, right? But still, it is it is something that you're, that you're quite... Um, yeah self-conscious about right you're thinking you're thinking well what am i really doing and uh and you try to present yourself as someone who's got their shit together but clearly you don't right uh it is always something that and you're telling yourself that it is something that so much depends on luck right whether you're going to meet the right kind of person and it is that right um uh whether you're going to meet that angel uh, uh, that angel i wanted to say that angel or, or in my case yes also angels but uh that angel that agent that's going to get you to vegas right and then it's going to the big big breakthrough and everything right but um yeah so it feels very uncertain and you're always having this imposter syndrome kind of going on right that's what it is i'm really curious to know um because it like we've all been there and and i know like starting a career and wanting to do a career and something that you love like performance like magic mentalism the the world of the esoteric and psychic and bizarre like doing anything like that or even fire breathing for example it can be very daunting and when you jump out like you say you don't know what to do and it can be very scared and because you don't know what to do you wake up each day getting stressed and panicking and like you said should i be sad on social media today what should i be doing oh i'm not making money on this ah oh, the family's expecting me to make something because i've got to prove it to them that i can do this as a an actual day job as well and make it self-sustaining what was the stress and pressure like actually for you in that moment what was it like and did it have an impact on it as a passion I think yes. I think I think uh, when you're having this kind of dream, of course, you want to defend it to to other people around you, right? Of course, you are going to uh, put a lot of energy and effort into the into the way that you present yourself, and also in the, into the way that you that you talk about it. And um, many people, and, and and myself as well, like. You tend to uh, uh, surround yourself, of course, with like-minded people, going to the magic circle, having colleagues that are doing the same thing, right? And it is this kind of atmosphere of, well, let's keep up the facade, kind of, right? And and then sometimes you just it just cracks, and you hear from that uh, 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 from that friend, well, it, it, it is kind of tight at the moment because uh, they don't know if they're going to get that gig, or uh, uh, they're really struggling. And uh, but of course you're trying trying to uphold this illusion, really, and it really strains on the idea of uh, is this going to be something that you can really um, really fulfill, right? In, in yourself because it because it is such a such, such a fundamental uh dream and passion for for most of us and if it's not then not really the kind of thing that you should be doing i think but um 
and uh, you have to defend it to other people. And when you can't really, when you have to second guess yourself and also second guess the way that you're defending it, right? Because you're putting all that extra effort into saying, look, this is a viable career choice. I see this other people doing it, other people having like headlining acts and, 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 and really living from it well. And the more you do that, and when it doesn't pay off, when you don't see that reality mirrored for yourself in your own experience, then it then it really hurts, right? Because you've not only have uh, like a broken, like a trust issue in the fact that you have that passion, but also in the way that you defend it to other people who don't believe it, right? So it's yeah, it's re it's it, it's a real struggle and a real um, uh, yeah strain for the like for the mental capacity as well. This is amazing. And this is the first time I think we've really properly uncovered this on, on the podcast, actually, the, the that falsity between actually, look, here's what I say I'm doing and here's what I'm actually doing and here's what I'm really doing underneath. So th- thanks for actually sharing that because it's, it's a really important point. But on top of that, like you came and joined us inside Momentum and uh, things things have been changing. We've been moving about a little bit. We're on, on the up. Could you tell us a little bit about what sort of maybe some of the bigger changes um, that have actually happened since you joined us? One of the biggest changes uh, for sure is, as I've said, um, I no longer wake up and think, well, what should I do, right? Uh, thanks to momentum and 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 all the advice and all the tactics and princi- pr- principles that you shared uh, with us, uh, like it's really really clear and really like unmistakably clear uh, what you should do. Right, you have an actual uh, actual yeah r- routine and a way like an like an internal framework to think. Is this a money-making activity, right? Is that something that really brings me closer to my goal? And uh, it makes it just so much more like actionable, right? It makes it something concrete. You know, this is th- these are the things that will help me uh, fulfill this passion. These are the things that actually uh, make sure that I can live this dream, right? And turn it from a dream into something that is that is really substantial, something that that I can that that, that I can uh, uh, imagine and focus on. It's no longer something like okay, I'm working on my career. Like what is that? Like it's very flimsical and nebulous, right? You can't really grasp it. And uh, when you when you working with the momentum framework, you you actually get this. Yeah, well-oiled machinery going on for you, where you actually know this is what's going on, right? This is actually you. You see, like the change of, yeah, like what causes what, right? You really understand when I do this. Well, when I'm having these conversations, right, it turns into that, right? I really have that clear line of thought uh, where I see my action now affects my future in that way, and these possibilities open up for me i absolutely love that and it's the clarity and i guess like you said it's now peace of mind you're not waking up each day flipping stress you don't know what to do and as a byproduct you think cool i need to book some some psychic shows or gigs or whatever the people out there want to refer it to 
and you know exactly what to do. You know the step-by-step. Step. You know, okay, at the end of the year, I want to achieve this. I want to do this and this and this and this and this. And, and by following the routines and by following the advice and the tactics, can I ask you a very direct question? What would you say the biggest thing you've achieved following everything so far uh, in your career is, Sam? I think, I think to, to be honest, the biggest thing that I achieved for myself is not something substantial. It is really much a mindset change about uh about relationships right about the way that everything uh yeah like uh goes into each other the way that that i think about the people around me about my network about the way that i can provide value and to be honest it's it is a very when you hear it the first time it's a very esoteric concept right well when you think about it like like putting that in and kind of waiting and trusting and hoping uh that uh that that things come out and through the relationship stuff actually um the biggest thing that came out out, out of that for me was uh a tv appearance right on uh on national uh psyche tv here in germany so uh so that is something that uh that shows you the kind of scope that we're dealing with here with how much relationships and how much valuable uh relationships and the way that you treat them and your network in the in a non-sleazy salesy kind of way in, in a very authentic kind of way how that can lead to, to very big things i wouldn't have dreams about like like uh like tv for myself because i've never seen myself there but it's a it was a great opportunity there and this is amazing like as soon as you told us first time around like hey by the way um I think I think your post inside the Momentum Members Only group was so nicely put. Where you just told us, "Oh, by the way, um, I did a thing, you know, national television thing," which is just insane. It's absolutely incredible, and it just goes to prove the power of the simplicity, like relationship building. We've spoke about it for for years. It's so fundamentally important, and to actually see people like yourself having it sort of pay off on on such an epic scale is is genuinely incredible like i'm i'm in awe if i'm perfectly honest i think it's a really really incredible thing uh how how are, how are you feeling about that to be honest it's yeah it is still kind of surreal um uh, uh to be fair it is it is uh it is like in the context of the of the german tv landscape right it is not a huge station right but it is the station like for like astro tv right uh these are my my people right for the uh for my market for my niche so it is the one place on tv right uh that everyone can see and everyone has access to on their on their on their television uh where i could go and should go i think so uh thinking back on it it's yeah it's it's nothing really i could have planned in that way right but uh but because of the relationships and the and the like yeah happy little accidents sometimes that would not have happened without the relationship uh things open up and because of the of the relationship that i was able to build uh there and the impressions i was able to uh to make uh uh during during the tv appearance i was able to like secure a regular semi-regular uh appearance on there every month so i've been now on there two times and looking forward to uh to be there uh next month again well this just goes to this goes to what we've been saying uh, and to 
to really put it into context, we've always said that this whole networking and networking in our terms being just relationship building, like we're talking about here, it's it's that long term strategy that has the the potential for these short term benefits. And in your case, this little happy little accident wasn't very little. It was quite a significant, uh, potentially life changing. Uh, I don't even want to say it was an accident either because you've done it the right way. You've built it uh, up in the right way. And it's like the ultimate misdirection. Like you get your audience to look away to vanish the coin or to make the card uh, rise to the top. You, you make them look away. And it's the same kind of here. We we looked away from chasing the like a TV show or something arbitrary like that and actually focused on the stuff that really matters. And that's what's opened the doors, which is just... Amazing, and I mean the the relationships. I think I think one of the things many people overlook is this is not to be like confused with a super strategic tool. Of course, like there are there there are tactics so you so you can keep up with uh, with making sure that they are effective, right? Uh, because that is very motivating to see what's coming out of them and and how that how the how the how that can actually. Uh, uh, steer your your career into the right direction, but it's not something that you are super strategic about, and it's not a. I think to make it very clear, I think the relationships that you have to work hard, hard, hard on are not the ones that are going to get you that far, right? And the 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 opportunity that I got for the TV came from a came from a relationship like quite classically with a colleague of mine with a fellow mentalist here in berlin right and it wasn't it was a like i mean you you guys know and everyone uh, uh on the podcast knows like our our mentalism community is like a very super welcoming awesome place and i love it to death and because these kind of relationships are the ones that you're looking for right authentically because this person uh he actually got the invite for the TV appearance, right? And he said, no, that's not my kind of thing, but I know the guy, right? I know the person who can authentically fit into that world, into the metaphysical weirdness, and and actually pull it off and make it work. So that is something relationships and networking have to be authentic to yourself, and that way you are, like, magnetically attracting all the right kind of people. You're you're no longer uh, you're no longer an artist with an audience. There people come to you, right? There's an audience that claims you as an artist because you're authentic to yourself. There is power in that. So that is a real a real thing that for me changed a lot. So glad you brought that point up because we've had a few people on the podcast now, and when we probed them a bit deeper about how they got their career to start before they became big and famous um like eric ditterman when he spoke about otters and caroline raven when he spoke about the start of her career um they really spoke about okay what was the first thing well it was probably the relationships i built and the networking and 
a lot of people listen to this and they think one of two things are oh, it's sleazy networking handing out business cards which is not stupid and other people think okay so i've got to i've got to get in with loads of people but they do it wrong because they have their business brain on they're the, they're the business person and they're not the personal person and i'm so glad you've summarized it how you have because if you want to build relationships to elevate your career and elevate your life overall if you want to do networking properly it's a personal strategy <laughs> You've got to be your actual self. People don't want to deal with uh, business Marcus. People don't want to deal with business Aiden. People don't want to deal with business Ashley. They want to deal with us on a personal, individual level. They want to actually deal with a human as opposed to someone who's just money hungry. So everything you've summarized is perfectly. And I just really wanted to address that point and bring it forward because I think that's the most valuable part of this. If this is a strategy that you use and are going out there, You've got to be your own authentic self for it to pay off. So, so Absolutely. I'd, I'd love to know, Mark, because there, there's a lot of people that are listening thinking, oh, my God, great. This is this is amazing. I understand the whole concept of relationship building, blah, 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 blah. But I don't know how long that's that's going to take me to actually get bookings. Is it going to is it reliable and all that kind of stuff? So I'd just love to know from your perspective when you were thinking about joining us uh, inside Momentum, uh, what what were you most worried about? What was on your mind or, or the biggest sort of resistance for you joining us? I think the biggest resistance was to think, to think, will I actually be able to motivate myself enough, to believe in it enough so I can actually follow through with it, right? Because we all know there are, th- there are, there are, like you hack you can go on youtube and spend five plus hours on business advice and stuff right and you will believe in it right you will say oh that's great but is it enough so you actually follow through with it so and that is the thing i believe that has been uh like the biggest resistance for me and uh and the and the thing that tackled it for me uh was the community right that that momentum isn't just like like a dead course right there are living people in there and we're meeting every week so um it's it's this it's this yeah the community and the and 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 the way that we talk about our our wins and our and our and our struggles as well that is something that really creates the dynamic that i needed um to to believe in it enough right to motivate myself to see to follow through long enough so i can see that it works for me right and i think every like okay no not every but most business business advice out there can work for you and probably will work for you the question is is there the right framework around it so you will be able to follow through with it long enough so you can actually experience that that it's working for you and i think momentum does that in a in a very beautiful way because you're not just leaving us alone there and saying look go ahead and have these conversations right it is about this this shared experience doing it together and you're you're really motivated by the wins of the others and you're also very motivated to collect your three wins for next week's group call to share with all the others as well right so uh so there's a very interesting dynamic that for me personally worked like a charm right and uh and i think uh that is something that not to dismiss not to dismiss the uh the outer 
layer, the medium itself, the way that you that you uh, get served this beautiful buffet of yeah, that's right. That's right. There you go. Our terrible metaphors are yes. rubbing off to the <laughs> listeners. This is a, it's working. It's working. I feel so nostalgic and traditional. Isn't it? Oh, Although, in fairness, the amount we like to, you know this, and you've probably yeah. noticed it yourself, the amount of metaphors and stuff that we like to put into the content to help the ideas sink in. It's all food. Yes. It's so much it, food. All we talk about is in food. my subconscious now. <laughs> Whenever we're talking about any sort of business advice, whether it be like like proper in-depth sales or whether we're just talking about like a relationship action plan, there's always an analogy around food because me and Aiden are fat pigs at heart. <laughs> That's good. That's good. So I, I love the I love that you said that the the community element is is so important, and, and it's the way we do everything. Like we've we've got our free Facebook group. We've got everything. It's everything we do is built around that community, and to hear it firsthand, um, like we haven't probed you to say, "Oh, go on, give the community a cheer." We haven't yeah, we haven't yeah. said any of that off off <laughs> off screen. We'll, we'll send you the money later. Um, <laughs> but we haven't we haven't set that up. So it's really nice to hear, like genuinely from you that. The community is so important, and uh, is that something that you think other people? I know you kind of mentioned there in terms of people will kind of ignore that bit or, or, or focus less on that bit. But what, what would you say to the people that are kind of in a similar position to to where you were? About what specifically is uh, about that whole concept of just committing, like that that fear of commitment yeah. for for the long haul. Mm. I think. I think it comes down to uh, having the experience with knowing how it doesn't work for you. I think I think as harsh as that sounds, but I think when you know you've tried a lot and you didn't really see much come out of it, then I think imagining yourself into the scenario of what would it be like if you were in a group with like-minded people who motivate each other who, uh, I mean, it's a weird, uh, not a very super positive term, but I mean, through peer pressure, right, rising yourself up. So can you imagine yourself in that kind of scenario, in that kind of situation? And if you can, if you think, well, I think deep down, I know this, this is probably going to work. Because when we come down again to, to the core of the problem, we think about how other people look at us, how they're going to think about our dream and about fulfilling it, about actually reaping the rewards of our passion and seeing that in a material financial way. If we actually see that this is something that drives us and acknowledge that, and there's nothing to be ashamed of or, or thinking like, um, uh, oh, I, I, I shouldn't worry about what other people are thinking. Well, you do, to an extent you do, of course. Um, I mean, we're performers, like heck, like <laughs> applause, please. So um, uh, there's an element of that in all of us. And when you can acknowledge that and when you can imagine yourself into a into a scenario where you think, well, what if the thing that helped me back could actually help me take the progress that I need? Then I think that's the right choice. I love this. This is so, this is so interesting to hear it from your angle. Genuinely, it's it's incredible. Uh, it's really fantastic, and I just want to say, Marcus, like it, it's really been nice to get you on the podcast. And first of all, 
hear from someone that's not just your conventional mind reader or card magician, someone who's out there doing the woo-woo stuff that scares all the magicians. I feel can we can we can we talk a little bit about that kind of I don't know how much you're willing to, sure. to share. I was just gonna say before you go into that, I bet we're gonna have emails after this podcast of I can't believe you had someone like that on the podcast. <laughs> I I do double lifts and they can't be doing this. This is illegal. <laughs> it's false false claims and all that that whatnot. Uh, could you could you shed a little bit of light? Just because I know we, we kinda hinted at it at the start, but like yeah. what what does your your show if you like look like what 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 does that yeah. kind of well uh well the thing that i'm that i've now over the over i think half one and a half years uh really adapted for myself is i mean it, it is a label right uh the friendly witch next door which is something that i heavily leaned into and i think it just goes to show the power of very fitting labels and claiming them Right and using them and uh, and and it's done wonders for me for the for the TV show as well. Uh, they they love that and it really just just shows what it is that I do. Um, so in a very friendly, non-threatening way, I take the dust off and the darkness from the occult uh, and just present it in a way that people get access to it. Right, and the dog barking confirms it. Read the signs, people. The omens are here. So, um, and and really just showing the people, uh, what are your powers? What are your abilities? Right? How can you use a pendulum? Many people never held a pendulum in their hands, and like, I mean, that they don't believe that they could do that, or they're like not trusting their intuition. So, so doing that is really a big part for myself and. Uh, and uh, and also just a just a side side uh, idea for the uh, because it ties into the into the TV work. I think I think it is all about providing the value, right? Ninety nine percent of the listeners right now uh, will not get invited back onto TV after they had the luck of being on TV. They just won't because they just want to do tricks. But they don't need once a month, once a week, a specialized segment for that person who do who does tricks. Most TV shows don't. What they need, what they want, is like value for their uh, for for the for the audience, right? They want like tips. They want things that are entertaining, of course. But things that provide value, things that really show them uh, something they can use in their daily lives, something that is useful to them. So provide value, really know what you're talking about, right? Like for me, it is intuition and talking about uh, using your intuition and 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 uh, and stuff like energy, and uh, and uh, yeah, just having these kind of experiences for yourself and just tapping back into that potential that we all have, but. I mean, for you, it could be something totally different. What is the value that you provide and uh, why should they create a segment for you? That is something to to maybe to maybe think about and to kind of uh, focus on during these, I mean, high pressure opportunity moments. You're there on TV for the first time. What do you do? And I mean, the first thing is probably to let go, right? Because you don't know 
if I mean, I didn't know whether it's going to be a beneficial uh, opportunity for for myself. I kind of worried that I'm going to say some 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 shit and being pressured into into saying that crystals heal cancer, right? Because you're 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 on you're on you're on esoteric psychic TV, right? The host could say, "So, what crystal would work for cancer?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sure." So, uh, quartz. <laughs> Right, and uh, I was I, w- I was genuinely afraid of something like that. Of after the after the recordings, thinking to myself, "What did you say? You, <laughs> you can't say that." Luckily, it didn't happen. But um, uh, but yeah, so just just detaching yourself from these kind of from this pressure and taking it has on, and just saying, "What does this this opportunity bring?" And then and then just shine right shine and showing yourself authentically and here's a little goodie because i know you're all acronym uh fans uh, <laughs> so good here it comes here it comes shine so uh sense humanly interact not abstract so during the tv and also like in the green room and everything where you're like meeting a shit ton of people uh I think the most important thing for me and I, that I really adapted for myself and I'm going to continue doing when I'm there um, is really just being a person. So, uh, yeah, just sense humanly being an actual human. Don't, as we said, like be the personal you, right? Don't be the business you. Be professional, but be the personal you. Um and then just like read the room, read the situation, connect with people. And that comes with the indirect, not abstract. In these opportunities where you just feel it in the air, like this tension where you know there's a lot of opportunity going on here. There's a TV producer going around there. They know people, like they know a shit ton of people, right? There's the host, they've interviewed lots and lots of people in your niche, right? And that can create a lot of pressure. I think, and I really believe that you cannot extract anything from these opportunities, from these moments. You can only interact with people, build bridges, offer, put value in, right? See what they offer, connect with it, build the bridge, right? You cannot take, you can only be given the value. And that sounds very Zen-like, I know, but um, like letting it go and knowing that this opportunity is there. And when you present yourself, when you shine, right, uh, in both senses of the word, uh, you will get stuff that is something that you couldn't take. I know a bit out there, but yeah. <laughs> this is great. I love it. I love that our, our, our wonderful momentum clients are coming in with all the acronyms and the metaphors and the models and the frameworks <laughs> and, the, and the big name guests are just nothing. Nothing. You've outdone them. <laughs> this uh, is great. First of all, um, firstly, what fantastic stuff. Get your own course, because that will be insane for your clients in your niche in the psychic world, because that's exactly what they need. Secondly, I think we found a couple of sound bites episode. And thirdly, I just want to say, Mark, you're fucking weird, because I've never had technical, <laughs> I've never had, this is now an explicit episode, sorry Apple Podcasts, <laughs> D-Roger, <laughs> when you're editing You'll this, Mark, sure. this is 18+, plus because someone swore, <laughs> Mark done it first, um, but, but, you know, thirdly, you're a weird guy, Mark, you know, because, uh, because Marcus, um, 
I've never once had a glitch. I've never once had a camera problem. I've never once had a recording problem with any other guests. But when we get someone on like you, you know, they always say, oh, when spirits around, there's electrical interference. As Aidan asks a question, let's delve into what exactly do you do? And as soon as you started, my Zoom cut out. Everything froze. And I messaged Aidan on Slack and I was like, mate, it's gone. I can't. It's, it's. And then as soon as you stopped talking about it, it booted back up, and I was here in the call. So I just want to say, I'm so sorry, mate. there's weird I'm stuff so sorry. happening. There's it weird tends stuff. to happen. <laughs> <laughs> but literally, can I? And I just quickly tell you that anecdote, uh, that that weird thing that I once did in Austria. Um, uh, I'm in a supermarket, and we're like in the front where there's all the fruits and everything, and there are like these giant um, uh, uh, lamps hanging from the ceiling. And they're like a row of them. And I just see one of them just so slightly, slightly flickering, right? Still on, not not very noticeably. I just because I'm on I'm in Austria, I don't know anybody. I think, well heck, I just I just stand beneath that right. I stand beneath the lamp and I look up and I put on my demonic face and I just start mumbling and whispering to myself and I and I feel my back, there's this woman uh reading her shopping cart like like behind me and kind of starting to look and i feel her gaze and then suddenly just that lamp goes out just dies and i just look around and i just see her reading that card away into another into another (laughs) (laughs) another direction and it's just been the fruit section so i've been in that supermarket and she has also been so we're like looking at each other right she's looking like hiding maybe maybe walking away very quickly and uh yeah so that's kind of the thing that you can do when you're observant and you have a very weird aesthetic about you so (laughs) this is so funny there's our second soundbite for the episode there we go i'm gonna be walking around tesco's just waiting for something to happen (laughs) just come on tesco's you can't let me down now Oh, wow. Well, uh, on that note, Mark, we, we've covered a lot of ground, covered a lot of uh, a lot about you. But where can, where can people go to, to find out more about you, uh, aside from, you know, TV? Yeah, or the supermarket with the dead lambs. <laughs> so, uh, uh, I mean, yeah, like like the best place, to be honest, come into the into the TSM network. Hang out there. Send me a message. And we'll talk. Otherwise, uh, on Instagram, I have an account uh, uh, character for performers. Uh, not not super active now, but I'm going to bump that up again uh, and uh, get some get some stuff about like yeah, theatrics and character for uh, for performers. Some there are, there are some videos on there for people to enjoy thinking about character. Also, that idea of the audience as artists and artists audience. Uh, so uh, yeah, that might be a good place. Awesome. We'll make sure to link that and send some people there. Thank you so much, Mark. You are amazing. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, it's Aiden here. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, it would really mean the world to us if you just took a moment to leave a rating and a review on your preferred podcast player. That way it just helps us grow the show and get it into the ears of more listeners across the world in a non-creepy way. Also, when you're ready to roll, here are three ways that we can help you right now. Number one is to join our free Facebook group. 
It's called The Magician's Business Group, and we're creating the most valuable space on the internet for entertainers that are looking to grow and improve their business. We'd love you to join us inside, so to do that, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash group, and the magic of the internet will take you straight there, or just pull open Facebook and search for The Magician's Business Group. Number two is to take our new quiz. It'll help you find the biggest opportunity in your entertainment business right now. And in just a few quick questions, you'll be presented with a seven minute breakdown of your biggest opportunity and how you can actually go about tackling that to help increase your entertainment business and boost it completely. In order to take the quiz, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash quiz. That's thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash quiz. And we'll be able to get you your results. Number three, momentum. If you'd like to make an extra two grand a month in magic without paying a penny for advertising, we'd love to help you. Our latest coaching program, Momentum, is designed to get you booking gigs every single week for at least £500 so that you can be growing your entertainment business without having to worry about websites or business cards or advertising or any of that kind of stuff. To find out more, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash momentum. That's thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash momentum, and we'll send you all of the details.